Hello and welcome back to the Reach Youth Podcast, where our mission is to reach, teach, equip, and repeat. We are in the middle of Youth Week 2019 Seek. We just had our kickoff service tonight with an awesome message by Brother Texas Young. If you want to hear that, go make sure to go check out our Facebook page, Reach Youth on Facebook. Um, it was an absolutely awesome message, and the words I heard was everyone in the United States needs to hear this message. It was just that good. Now, Youth Week is only beginning, though. We are going to have another message tomorrow night from uh, with another great with another great man of God. Uh, tomorrow we are hearing from Brother Tyler Mills. But before you do that, make sure to listen in to this podcast where we are going to be interviewing Brother Tyler Mills and uh, just get to know him just a little bit better. So without f- further ado, here is our interview with Brother Tyler. Mills from Truth Apostolic Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. So let's start this off. Let's just start off simple. Just introduce yourself. Give me about three or five sentences. Tell me who you are and what you do. My name is Tyler Mills. Youth pastor at Truth Apostolic Church. Oh man, okay. Well, tell me about your tell me about tell me about your family. Okay. Uh, married. Uh, been married for four years. Only four years. I don't know. It might about four or five years. <laughs> uh, got a beautiful wife and a beautiful daughter. She's one year old. And. Um, Doing a pretty well. Alright, All right, so you are the youth pastor now? Yes. So, uh, how long have you been youth pastor now? I've been youth pastor for about, uh, I'd say, close to two years. Two years. So, why don't you tell me about your testimony? Well, um, I've, lived, I've lived, lived mostly a Christian life. I've lived mo- more like a I've lived in a um, where I was raised in, in apostolic truth. Um, I've had that great privilege to be to, uh, be raised in, that, in the apostolic ways. Um, really, I, I I was raised it. But I never really lived it. I went. I ran. I always ran from God in my car and everything. But I've always went back. It really went towards my. Uh, when I got, met my wife in 2010, and uh, I, that's when I really tried to start getting real serious for uh, for God and trying to live right. And uh, I've had ever since my birth, they, uh, doctors were like, "You're going to live a life of you're always needing help. You're not going to live normal and everything else." And, it was by the grace of God that I was. I've been done. I've been. I've proven everything wrong. I've proven 
to the point where I, 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 it's been by God Himself that I've done this way. I've lived, lived this way. I've, I've got a family. I've lived in right and doing God, doing good in church. It's really helped myself from, in my, in my life the way I live. All right. So, uh, so how long have you actually been preaching? When did you start preaching? How did that come about? Your call. Uh, I started preaching. I don't know if that story's under the table there, but there's a $10 bill. Okay. All right. Uh, I started preaching. My first message was uh, right at 2013. I started preaching then. Uh, uh, that's when I really started uh, feeling the call of God to preach. Uh, it was right around, right before then, in that, in that beginning of the year, because I preached Mother's Day of 2013. It was all at, right at the beginning of the year. I started feeling that pull to preach, and, and I asked Brother Orton with praying and fasting and everything. We, we both felt like, yeah, we, I, I definitely would need to try to pursue that. And it's just that's where it all started. So, you said it was Mother's Day? Yes, Mother's Day. So how exactly did all this go, your first time up here? I was very nervous. I thought, like, any, I guess if, if any, any first-time preachers, I don't know if anybody else would feel this way, but myself, I felt very, very nervous because with my family, they were like, oh, Tyler's going to preach. No wonder I've so many. And then they said, uh, Tyler's going to preach, and Tyler's going to have, uh, Tyler's preaching, uh, we, we all need to be there. So I had, I had my mother, my brother, my sisters, my brother-in-law, Seth Houghton there. I had my grandmother there. So I had quite a bit of people for the first time. And I was real nervous, but uh, if anything, I've learned on my first message is that it really was like I was preaching for myself. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, since then, what would you say has been the, or just any time, you've been in church your whole life, so you've seen a lot of stuff in church. What would you say would be the most funny moment? <laughs> uh, <laughs> most funny, kind of funny thing I've seen in any kind of church or anything like that was, uh, I'm trying to think now. Uh, <laughs> probably because this uh, one woman, one time in our church, it was right as soon as I got to church, this woman started showing up and she would carry this horn of like a out, like a, a it goes up in a spiral. And she had a little, little trumpet blow, uh, in, tip to it, and she would blow into it every so often. She she would feel like she'd feel the spirit. She'd just blow it up, start blowing. And so yeah, that was the funniest thing. I weird. I would say the funniest and most weird thing I've ever seen in church. So of course, also good things. So, so what would be the most like just awesome story? I 
I would say the most, the, the most like, as far as in the t- testimony, you mean? Just something awesome you've seen happen in the church. Okay, like, just the most awesome. Yeah. Uh, the most, the best thing I've ever seen is just, um, especially, uh, it'd be Brother uh, Kenneth Mitchell in our church. Uh, his wife has been going, was been, go- been going to church for, I forget how many years by herself was trying to figure out how she can get for her husband and to see that uh, that she can strive to still live for God without her husband. But the, the best thing out of that was to see Brother Kenneth Mitchell finally come to church and get right with God and, and, and be living right like he should. So... <clears throat> Now, you've probably you've just not you've not had a whole lot of experience in ministry, of course, over the years. But um, it, I mean, you probably one of, you're one of you are the youngest one of the youngest guys we have lined up this week. Yes. So <laughs> you are still a little. Uh, what is the thing that one of the most important things you've learned in your time that you have in ministry? The most important thing that I've ever learned about being in the ministry is definitely uh, that you would need to try to, instead of trying to, as my pastor would say, you need to try to pray more for a message rather than study. We've always had that mindset that we've got the, we got to have the message all, all perfect instead of being, uh, Spirit led, we've uh, learned to get the message right, and we don't have that anointing with us. So, I definitely be that we. I've learned to really try to pray and, and pray for a message. All right. Yeah. So, of course, pray and study is important. Yes. Um, so, in your study, in reading the Bible, yes. What would you say is probably the most interesting moment that you've really had of something God's shown you in the Word, whether it was for a message or not for a message? But what would be one of the most interesting or important things you've ever just seen for yourself in studying the Word of God? Uh, that was actually, and it, it'd be surprising, is the message that I've been studying lately. Um, it's just been talking about how where Ruth uh, Ruth has been wanting to go to the, to have him get her get Boaz that be with Boaz and it's just uh, surprisingly about how uh, what she really had to go uh, what she had to take had what she had to do to get to be to be with Boaz and uh, where she got to uh, where, where she got to that point. Alright. Alright, so uh, I guess you you have anything more than that you was wanting to say or was you just, uh, just elaborate a little more on that or do you want to keep it a little more vague here? <laughs> um. You gotta show up and find out, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
it's just, I guess I'll keep it vague, but yeah, I'll just to say that it just, it, it really, it, this would be the first time that I actually, it, it really surprised me on something. I really didn't take notice to it. It's like uh, way, way with Brother Near has always, every time he's come or some uh, another visiting minister ever come, I could ever read on a message, uh, on a passage of scripture time and time again and never would get that part of a re revelation until he, they preached it. Yeah. So, in other words, you got to show up Monday night and find out what he's talking about, guys. <laughs> you got to show up Monday night. Yes. You hear this? Yes. All right. So, you mentioned Brother Near, and you've mentioned Pastor. Who would you say is someone who has been one of the most influential, important people in your life? Of course, my pastor, I'll say that. Uh, he's, I would also to, to say that, yes, he is my father-in-law. It's one of the things I've also had to learn through that relationship, is to balance pastor and father-in-law. It was, uh, I'll say, not the easiest, easiest lessons learned, but it was one of the most uh, uh, stepping points in my ministry, where I, uh, the most maturing points in, in my life, where I got that uh, lesson to know and everything. And then if I had to have, say, a second, it would be uh, probably uh, Brother Ryan here. He was a very influential uh uh, minister in my life because he, where he just brought out his uh, messages and and really would be uh, almost speaking to me through through things because really I would think I'd have everything right and then he could pinpoint to say there's still something there. I don't think we ever all figure it all the way out. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no. One more thing I would like to talk about. Um, so what is your typical, um, you, you talked about it a little bit earlier before we started recording. What's your typical morning prayer or study or whatever it looks like for you? Uh, most of the time I try to strive to uh, pray and read in the morning. Yeah, I'll admit that there's just, there's some times where I don't bet I don't wake up in time to do it. So I do, if I don't do it in the morning, I definitely try to do it in that afternoon before I go, before I go to bed. I try to at least pray and read, uh, pray at least an hour, at the very least an hour. If I should, if I go over that, that's perfectly fine. But I strive to at least to do an hour prayer, and then I do, I'd say. Uh, three or four chapters in the Bible of reading every day, at the very, at, at the very least, if I can, uh, if I ever do. So, obviously, you've had some changes in your life over the course of the last two years, some big adjustments. What, what would you say to someone who is about where you are right now? They're um, entering young adulthood. They're trying to figure out how to do everything right now. What is the most important thing to remember? Uh, definitely keep God first. Keep a pretty good prayer life, and uh, don't ever think that you're right. Don't ever think that you're never, never at a point where you don't have to learn learn something new because there's always something there to know. Yeah. 
So, like I said, a lot of big changes for you. So, things are always changing. There's always something more to learn. Yes. Um, now, what would you say to the people who are just, what is one of the most important things that you think that either that those leading those people who are coming to that stage of life need to know? <laughs> is there anything that you, a lesson that you feel like is the most important one that you think everyone needs to teach <laughs> for someone in this place? I could say probably is just, just stay real close to your pastor. Right. The necessity of a pastor is very something in this day and age that most young people have not uh, have turned deaf to, but also uh, that have haven't been even taught about is that a pastor in this day and age is very vile in their walk with God and even in, in their normal everyday life because he can give you better explanations of things. Okay. I, I think that... Alright. So we you gave us a little bit of preview of what you're planning on talking about later on this week. Yes. Alright. And um, so what are you most excited to see happen over the course of this next week that we have coming up? I'm ready to see just... The miraculous. Did something different, something people change and people's hearts be renewed. Uh, maybe, maybe even a miracle or two. I don't know. It's just we have to see because I mean things can happen and whether or not we're ready, it's just we we, we all have to be that to that certain point. We have to get that to that point where we need to be ready. But I'm ready to see. The miracles and signs and wonders to even show. All right, all right. I think that's pretty much all the time we're gonna have. But there is one more thing I want to make sure that we do. And would you uh, pray for anyone who might be listening to this? Pray that this. Pray for what would happen over the course of this next week, and just pray for people to get where they need to be. I do pray that you help uh, each and every person that's listening to this podcast or anybody that will be in the uh, services at uh, this next week. I pray, God, that you uh, change their hearts and help them to, to be able to come into uh, to your kingdom, God, and live for you to full fullness of their potential, God. And I pray, God, that you, for your plans in their lives, God, to be fulfilled. I pray, God, that the signs, miracles, and wonders be able to manifest themselves this, during this week. And I pray that uh, people be able to renew their lives in, their, in, in, in this revival. And I pray, God, that we can, uh, to where not just it will revive us, but us to be able to revive each other, God. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to the Reach Youth Podcast. Uh, Just a reminder, Youth Week 2019 is continuing. Every night this week at 7 o'clock p.m. we will be having service. 
make sure to show up a little bit early, get a good seat, find a place and pray. Um, we will be um, we will be giving away uh, various gift cards every night to visitors, to people who bring visitors. Uh, we are having several fundraisers going on every night. Uh, we have uh, downstairs. We are selling uh, some uh, some clothes at cheap prices. Uh, we are having bake sales, selling everything from brownies to cake to who knows what else, whatever may be coming in. So you do not want to miss it. But most importantly, we are going to be hearing awesome preaching every single night. Like we said, uh, Monday night we have Tyler Mills. Tuesday we have Brother Dustin Lee. Wednesday we have Matt Gallimore. Thursday we have Brother Heath Travis. And Friday through Saturday, or Friday through Sunday, we'll be having Brother Doug Smith coming in from Florida. It's going to be an awesome week. You do not want to miss it. It's already been awesome. And God is going to continue to do more. Thank you for listening.